Come celebrate at the Army Birthday Festival on June 10th at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Enjoy food trucks, vehicle displays, outdoor games, and more. Don't miss special performances by the Army Band, a military working dog demonstration, and the parachute jump by the U.S. Army Golden Knights. It's all happening Saturday, June 10th at the National Army Museum, minutes from I-95. Admission to the festival and museum are free, so get your tickets while they last. All details are at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org. What's up, guys, and welcome to Unified Mood. As always, I am so grateful for you to be joining me here today. Now, if you are loving the podcast, if you want to hear more, make sure you hit that subscribe button or hit me up in my DMs on Instagram. Send me an email. I love uh, seeing what you guys are up to when you are sharing, listening to the podcast. I love hearing what you're loving about the podcast and what you want to hear more of. So make sure you stay in touch. Now, today, I'm going to be talking about a topic that, you know what? I feel like this is a a topic I've never actually gone into depth about and I think that I've been afraid to have this conversation and to talk so candidly and transparently about it because I guess I was almost ashamed. Uh, I was embarrassed. Uh, I was feeling, uh, you know, it's really hard in life and it's really hard uh, in humanity in general to admit, you know what, like... I could have done better. And uh, there's things in the past that you absolutely can want to change. I don't believe that you should be like that. I think that everything in life happens for a reason and that you know what, sometimes things happen in life because they are pushing you in a different direction and uh, they're all happening for that greater, bigger purpose. And uh, so I feel like I just want to, I want to let off of my chest and I hope that you can learn from my experience. Uh, I hope that if you are in a time at the moment where you're feeling, you know what, I just want to throw the towel in and I want to give up, uh, that maybe that this might be a source of motivation for you to remind yourself, you know what, don't give up. Uh, What can you learn from this? Uh, How can you evolve from this? Uh, How can you hit reboot and to just keep on going to get to your dreams and goals and aspirations? Uh, And uh, I wish that younger self (laughs) had heard a message like this. I wish that podcasts were really a thing around this time. But you know what? Apparently that was part of my greater purpose. And I am actually grateful for it happening because I feel like it did push me in the most wild, amazing way. So I'm going to take you back because uh, when I was a personal trainer... I grew extremely quickly. I was in a in the prime of it all. I grew to owning a company. I had my own studio. I had hundreds of clients. I had thousands of clients, probably including my online training sector. And I grew extremely quickly. I was really young. I was in my early 20s and I literally was a company owner. I was bringing in hundreds of thousands of dollars per year. And I uh, I had no experience. It all happened really quickly for me. And uh, I think that because I was at the stage, I mean, I I had my law degree behind me. I had education. I had experience, but I really didn't have business experience, understanding. And it's not the stuff that you really teach in school or learn about or know what to do. So I feel like unless you are someone that accounting and bookkeeping and all of that sort of thing is something that you love to do. It's actually really hard to condition yourself to prioritize. You know what? Every day I need to make sure that I am putting time in to put the bookwork in or to look at the numbers and to understand, okay, input, output, and all of these business, basic business structures. So if you are an entrepreneur and you are someone that is starting a business and you are starting, you know what, thinking about 
not just making money right now, but how I'm going to scale the business that you need to understand. How do I understand the numbers? And so that I am doing all the right things with tax. How am I doing all of the right things with the bookkeeping? And if it's not something that you feel proficient in, or it's not something that is worth your time, effort, and energy, then you need to make sure that you're outsourcing it to somebody else and that you're getting someone else to do it. And when I started my company and I was starting to bring in a lot of money, (laughs) I had no idea what to do with it. I wasn't thinking about investing. I wasn't thinking about putting personal tax aside. I wasn't thinking about doing uh, like company. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just making money. And so I had a really base level accountant when that all happened. And I remember sitting down with a conversation and I looked at him and I said, hey, I have no idea about numbers. I hate this stuff. I don't want to do it but I need for you to be able to do it. And I need for you to be able to just, uh, I hand you over all of the information and you take the rest and you just tell me how much you need to be paying to the government. So I trusted an accountant. I didn't really do my background checking of that as well. No idea what I did, handed it over to this junior and he was absolutely useless, absolutely fucking useless. He had obviously no idea what he was doing and what he was doing for a company as well. And I got in the position where I just didn't feel trusted. I didn't feel good in that position. And then I was really earning a lot of money at that point. And I was like, look, like, I feel like I need to be paying more. Like, I feel like I'm getting away with this too easy. And so I moved across to an accountant. So I'm still with the same accountant to this day. And he works with companies. He works with entrepreneurs, small businesses and all of that. And I moved across to my new accountant and it came around to one of the tax times. And he was like, hey, like just um, flagging up like your personal tax is due. And I was like, how much is my personal tax? Uh, And I can't remember exactly how much it was at the time, but it was anywhere between like, I think it was around $50,000 to be honest, because it was like years of personal tax that I hadn't been putting aside. And it was like a massive fuck up from my like past accountant. And so I was in the position as a company owner who really had no idea with financials straight up. Like this is why I'm saying it's kind of embarrassing to have this conversation, but it was a massive reality check for me as a younger self and a current self. Uh, and uh, I think you have financial experiences and it can make you fearful of money. So breaking that fear of money again is a really big learning curve for me at the moment. And it's something that I am working on on the sidelines because I do believe that if you've had past financial traumas or maybe your parents have instilled financial traumas into you because they didn't have very much money and they didn't know how to invest in things like that that can stay with you for a really long time. So I don't believe anyone's stuck in their ways, but you need to recondition and educate and train yourself to work with money in a different capacity. And so for this, this is still a learning curve for me. This is still something that I'm working on as I currently scale what I'm doing at the moment, have deeper understanding, making sure that I'm putting tax aside, making sure that I'm doing my zero. So yes, it's an ever evolution for me for sure. But uh, when I was in that position, I was already working... uh, (laughs) so many hours and I hadn't put that amount of money aside. I, I had no idea about money. I was really young. I was just spending it. I was traveling holidays. I was buying nice things, buying nice cars. I wasn't putting that money aside for investments. I wasn't doing anything like that. And so I had this large amount of money that I needed to pay to the government. And it wasn't just like, hey, you can pay it over like a year. It was, you have to pay this money in three months. Uh, I think that was the window of time that I had. And it was three months uh, that I would have to be able to just pay that money, hand it over. And the terrifying thing for me with that as well is not only was I having to pay that money, but I was paying overheads of uh, running a gym, paying for my insurance and like everything, all the other little costs that go into running a gym are astronomical. And uh, if you are running a gym and you're a sole owner of a gym too, it's not just uh, all of the additional side, 
it's working with people every single day. You are in the gym. I mean, I would start at 4 a.m. in the morning because I would work with miners. So 3.30 a.m. would be the first time that I would be actually starting 3.30 to 4 a.m. with my mining clients so that they could get a session in before they started the day. I was doing back-to-back classes. I was doing one-on-ones. I was already really feeling quite stretched about it. I had a wait list a mile long to get in with me. I was in the prime of my training career. I had this huge bill that I would have to be paying, plus all of the stresses of everything else. Uh, and I was in the position uh, at that time where I was, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I didn't know what to do. And I'm the type of person that I refuse to ask my parents for money because you know what, I'd got myself into that position. And I didn't want to ask my partner at the time to give me money. I had dug that get- grave and I had to fix it. And I'm the type of person that takes responsibility for my actions in life. So I was in the position where I was like, you need to make money and you need to make money quick. <laughs> And guys, uh, I sold my soul to the devil to make that money. I kid you not, the hours that I had to work uh, to be able to make that enormous amount of money, that's actually how I flipped on my online training sector as well so that I could start reaching out. So it was a necessity. Me starting online training was purely necessity because I knew that my hours were completely maxed with the clients that I was training face-to-face and I needed to be making more money. And at that same time, I, you know what? I, I'm straight up. I was into the isogenics. I was doing that. I was selling to my clients. I had to be able to make more money. And yes, I did believe in isogenics at that time. I believed in the ethos and I believed at that. I've evolved way past that. I'm not ashamed of my past. It's a constant evolution. I believe that I've got a happiness and a connection with food and eating and everything. These. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Days because I did go through that crazy deprivation and that crazy time. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I was making the most out of the money of the clients that I had within my sector as well. Because why wouldn't I? If you've got someone that's in your company, in your business structure, who's already spending money and you need to be making more money, will you make more money from that individual person? It's like getting a multi-unit sale from an individual that you have to be thinking about making that money. So I was very much in a position of a serious hustle mode. I had sold my soul to the devil. I was working every single hour of every single day. I shit you not, uh, I have never worked as hard in my life. Uh, I was in that gym 24-7. I was making sure my classes were completely full. I was mentally stretched. I was drinking so much caffeine. Like I couldn't even just do a stand of coffee anymore. I used to have four shot long blacks uh, to try and get me through sessions because I was so physically exhausted. I weighed probably 45 kilos. I was skinny as a rake. I was trying to do online training businesses. I was trying to get that structure going up. I was doing one-on-one clients. Like if you want to make money in life, this is a wake-up call to you. And this is just a reality check uh, that you can make more money if you need to. And people are so lazy and people are so of the mindset of, oh, like, but I don't have enough time. I can't, do- I- I'm sorry but you do have enough time. And I hate this. I hate when people are saying, I don't have enough time to do it. 
I have been in a position where I have worked pretty much every single hour of every single day so I could pay off a ginormous bill, be there as an amazing coach to my clients uh, and uh, try and still function as a human. I didn't go out on the weekends. I wasn't social. I did have to give up a really big block of chapter of my life because yeah, it was just an intensive period of my time. And uh, I got really anxious over that time. I was really stressed at my max. Uh, I wasn't sleeping. I was probably getting three hours, four hours of sleep a night because I would go to bed. I'd had four shots of coffee. I was going to bed. I was so, so wired. But when I went to sleep, couldn't sleep, would wake up, would lie in bed. When my alarm would go off at 3.15 a.m. and I would be thinking, how how can I get out of today? How can I get out of doing today? Should I say that my car broke down? Should I say that I'm sick? And I used to run off all of the different reasons of why I didn't want to go to that day and why I didn't want to show up and why I didn't want to even be present in that day. And I look back at that time and I feel so sad for that version of myself who used to lie in bed and think of all of the different reasons of why I didn't want to go. And uh, I feel desperately sad that that was a chapter in my humanity. But as I said at the start, you can't change the past. You can change the future. But when I was at the peak of it, and this is something that I haven't even talked about as well, and I've never really, really, I guess, been vocal about, but I really want to talk about it today. When I was at the peak of my hellhole and my life is crumbling in and uh, anxious through the roof, not sleeping, barely eating... I had a particular client who was one of my most loyal, amazing clients, one of my biggest spender clients, a really core heart of my community, had been with me literally since day one of when I was a personal training client. I adored her. I was at her uh, her son's birthday party. I was ingrained in her family. And uh, she decided that she didn't like me as a coach anymore. And so her decision that she didn't like me, I hadn't done anything. It wasn't anything to do. And now I know it wasn't anything to do with me, but at the time I had no idea what it was. It was not to do with me. And so she decided to ringlead all of the girls within my community, pit them against me and start bullying me. So can you imagine being at the peak of your hell in life and then having a girl decide that is their mission to take it out on you? And it is their mission... (laughs) that you have this person that has decided that, you know what, it's my vendetta because I'm angry at the world to take it out and ruin this person's life pretty much. And so she was taking all of my loyal, amazing clients uh, and starting a movement that, you know what, we don't want to train with Henny anymore. And we don't like training with Henny, even though I'd been their loyal best friend coach who had nothing but showing up for them every single day. They decided, well, she had ringling and decided these girls that we would train at the gym next door and not next door, just down the street sort of thing. And she made a movement of all of these girls moving to a gym next door and for them to take it out on me. And, uh, it was horrific. I was already in the depths of depression. Like I had the worst anxiety. I would finish my sessions in the morning and I would sit in my car and I would bawl my eyes out to my sister and say, I can't do this. And I feel like, I feel like, oh man, I don't want to get emotional in it, but like, I can't even like comprehend to you guys what it was like to have your life crumbling in and to have your whole entire world caving around you and then having someone bully. So anyone that is going through anything similar, whether you are at school and it's your version of heart and someone is going at you, or maybe you do have people in the workplace that are not making you feel so good and you're already struggling, like 
this is my heart to heart that I have been there. I I feel you. I I hear you. I see you. And uh, this is your reminder that you know what? This is what I really, really want to get to. I decided after all of that was I paid off the debt. And you know what, guys? I fucking paid off that huge debt. I handed over that money and I just remember thinking... uh, how the fuck did I make that through that chapter of my life? How the how the fuck did I actually just do that? And I'm so proud. I'm so deeply proud of the person that showed up every single day and had every single external factor going for them that they couldn't keep on going. And I did and I paid that bill, but it changed me. It really changed me and it changed the way that I felt about personal training. It changed the way that I felt about myself. It changed the way that I'd seen the world and... Uh, At that point, I just decided, you know what? Fuck this. This is not life. This is not living. I looked at my gym, this beautiful gym that I had built, this amazing monochrome home and it's inspiring. And I loved being a coach, guys. I can't even tell you guys how much I love coaching clients. I love nothing more than to inspire a human to be a better person and to do great things. That's why I do the podcast. That's why I loved being a personal trainer. It was never about aesthetics. It was never about what your body looked like. It was always about how you felt like and what you could do into your day and what you could do in your life because exercise harnessed you to do that. And I loved it. I, lo- I loved it so much. And I um, I gave up. I decided, you know what? I'm closing the gym. I am going to go to my sister's wedding in Santorini. That was the other shitty situation. It was amazing. My sister was getting married, but I had to be saving as well so that my, I could pay to go to my sister's wedding and be a bridesmaid, which was just chaos in the whole mix of it all. And I, um, yeah, I decided to close the gym. And uh, I closed the gym and I gave up on a dream. And I gave up on uh, myself. Uh, It was my biggest Disney dream to be on the front of Women's Health magazine. And uh, I wanted to be on that front of that magazine so bad. I was in the competition. I was in the top five up and coming fitness stars of Australia. I didn't get it. And so for me, that was my dream. I was like, how do I get there? How do I get onto that front cover? Do I... And so me working so hard and me loving what I do and knowing that I was an expert in my field, like I'm a plyometrics, high intensity coach. I love it. I am really fucking good at what I do. I'm a great coach. Straight up, no shadow of a doubt. I know that I am one of the best coaches out there when I actually do train clients. Uh, And that's why I built so quickly. And that's why I got loyal clients. And that's why I had community. And I had hundreds of girls committing to my life and to what I was presenting. And um, I gave up on it. And I gave up on that dream and I gave up on that goal because I didn't have the strength and I didn't have the knowledge and I didn't have the wisdom to say, you know what, you made it through this road hump, you need to pick yourself up off the floor and you need to go again. And I gave up on it. And I think because obviously I had community and I have my family and my friends and everyone around me and they support you in whatever decisions that you wanted. But I was a solo business owner. I didn't have someone that was in it with me that I could lean on and depend on. So it was all on me all of the time. And so when I was in that position where my world was crumbling in and everything was just impossible and so hard, it was very easy for me to step away and to sell the business and to step away from that goal and say, you know what, you need to start living life again. And uh, I don't regret that. I definitely don't regret that. I don't regret making that decision because it made me, I, I went, I, I, I remember closing my gym and walking away from that door and just being like, thank 
fuck. And I jumped on a plane and I had no idea what was coming. I went to Europe, spent some time with my loved ones, submerged myself and was fully present in the moment for the first time in probably three years. And I remembered what it was like to live life again. And I remembered what it was like to breathe and to actually breathe again and not have the weight of the world on my shoulders all of the time. And that was the first ripple stone of liberating my soul. And then I got back and I was like, no, you've always wanted to live in Sydney. You're going to move to Sydney. It's go time. Pack your bags, get a job. Let's go. And it came really easily to me. I applied for a job. I applied for a great job, which I, I remember going through the interview processing. And I remember the moment that I got that job and I was at my mom and dad's house and I jumped all the way down the hallway. I was so excited. It was like Disney dream and goal. I was working for a fitness app. I was going to Sydney. I'd always dreamt of living in Sydney and I just had never had the courage to actually go and to live in Sydney and to take that jump and that leap. And I, I went in followed my career path to where I am today. And I think about how many different milestones and how many different things, which is a whole different chapter that I can discuss in depth about how I am the way that I am and all of the different things that I've done to become the person that I am today. But the conversation that I want to have today and the reminder that I want to have today is that if you are in a position right now, if you are in a time of your life where you want to give up and you want to throw the towel in and you are feeling emotionally overwhelmed and stretched and exhausted, but you know in your heart of hearts that you love what you're doing and this is a big ass Disney dream for you, that you need a fucking fight for the fairy tale and you need to say, you know what? Yes, it is hard. Yes, it's fucking a massive milestone that I have to get over to get through this. Uh, But what do I learn from this and how do I evolve so that I can still keep on going? And whether that is taking a step back so that you can take a step forward, whether it is that you need to bring more people within your company or your business structure so you can depend on people, what do you need to do so that you can rework the wheel and really make it work again? And um, I just want to remind yourself to just stop giving up so easily. And I I don't think that I gave up easily. It was a solid, it was a solid, solid fight for me. And I think that if it was today that I became a personal trainer and I started a company and I started a business model that all of my learnings and experiences from that, uh, I would be able to do it in a completely different way. If that was still a dream that I wanted to own a gym, I I don't want to own a gym anymore. Honestly, it is so, so hard owning a gym. (laughs) I don't want to own a gym. That's not my goal aspiration anymore. But all of the learnings and everything that I've gathered from that chapter, I'm now applying to my current day. And whenever I hit road bumps or if I hit things, uh, my back of my mindset is just don't give up. Uh, just keep on pushing. And yes, you're going to have highs. Yes, you're going to have lows in life. Yes, things might not go to plan. And this applies for everything, even if it's training, if it's your nutrition, if it's your life, if it's your work, it's whatever it is, just keep on pushing through. Push through those dark days, push through those hard chapters so that you can become the person that you want to be and to actually make shit happen. And uh, my perseverance, my mindset with everything that I'm doing with my podcast, my dreams, my goals of what I'm doing in terms of scaling this business model and what I'm doing for the future, you best believe that if I hit any road bumps at all, that I will be making this happen. I will be pushing through. I'll say, yes, it's fucking hard, but you are stronger than what your thoughts are saying. So if you're sitting here right now, if you are not feeling that you are motivated, driven, you're going through a dry spell of whatever business entrepreneurship that you're going through, that this is your reminder and this is your wake up call that you need to hit reboot, take a step back, reflect, uh, 
and then figure out how do I need to take what I'm doing from the right now and to make it work on those terms. And there's so much different advice that I could have given younger myself. I could have said, you know what, pull in more trainers, make other trainers do the work for you, get a really good bookkeeper, get someone to really fucking nail the numbers and to understand your business structure and then educate you how to scale. Get a business coach, get someone who is really proficient in taking business models and educating you on how to scale it and how to scale it in the proper way. Is your online sector make, becoming your cash cow? How do I take that? And then how do I take that money, investing it and then keep on scaling it further so that I don't even have to work in the gym at all. So there's so much different stuff that you can do. But as I said, I was really young. I was so young in business. I had no idea what I was doing. I was in my first very initial years of doing business. And so taking those learnings of younger self and listening to what I have to say right now, because if you are in school, if you are in uni, if you are at the peak of your career. This is all really valuable information because you need to have the power of looking down, having that eagle view of the land down, looking down and seeing where everything is sitting in the right now and how do I pull it all together? How do I get everything to flow in a different, better way? And often that does mean taking a little step back. And maybe I should have just said, you know what, closing the gym for a month, refreshing, rebooting, and then coming back harder, faster and stronger. But at the end of the day, that wasn't the path that was meant to be for me. That's not where I was meant to end up. I wasn't meant to end up in Adelaide. I wasn't meant to end up in that circumstances, in that culture, in that environment. And so that's why I'm saying the greater purpose is that the universe will figure out what you're meant to do. But at the end of the day, if you really want something in life, and that's why I'm saying older self of me and why I'm so much in a stronger, better position than I was, to be taking what I'm doing right now and scaling it to what I do, I know I've learned from it. But if you're listening to this, you can learn from what I'm saying and this is happening for you for a reason so that you can reflect and involve and take whatever you're doing and actually amplify it. So I hope this conversation has helped you today. I <laughs> I have never really gone into full depth about it. I think that I was almost embarrassed. As I said at the start of the podcast, I was ashamed of it, but I'm really not ashamed of it anymore. I'm so proud of what I was able to do over that time and how I've evolved as a person and where I'm at mentally right now. Because you know what? The vision is still the same. I loved being a personal trainer because I wanted to inspire people to do great, amazing things. And that still holds exactly the same right now, but I'm just doing it in a very different way. So that excites me in a whole different way too but guys I hope you're going out today I hope you're being kind to other people I hope you're being even kinder to yourself I hope you are reminding yourself that it is okay to hit road bumps in life it is okay to hit these hurdles but you need to have the mental resilience to overcome them go out today do great things be great things if you love the podcast make sure to hit that subscribe button give me a share and I will see you guys in the next episode thank you so much for joining me today It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got your back.